The sound going through there? Are we live? Oh, we're on. Oh, okay. Okay. All, all, right. the, all the good stuff's already over. Okay. Sorry. Y'all missed it. <laughs> all right. Well, we are live from Polishing the Pulpit from our booth in EHB. We're so thankful to go live for this very... You can tell we're live. <laughs> they're excited. They're excited we're live. This is a live audience. <laughs> they were just told they're on their way over That's here to right. watch. Yeah. Uh, we are live, though, for this very <laughs> special episode of Highlights. Highlights is a podcast uh, where we get a chance to sit down with Brotherhood Works and highlight the things that they do for the cause of Jesus Christ. And on this very special episode, we have with us the founders of Kyle Publications, Joe Wells to my right and Aaron Wells to my left. And we are so excited to have both of them. I don't know that I like being on the left. Okay. I'm glad that you, you separated us the way that it was supposed to be, Caleb. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. Uh, but thank you guys so much for taking some time. I know we're all busy this week. It's a hectic week, but thanks for sitting down and talking with us. Absolutely. We're glad you guys had us on. Absolutely. We appreciate your work, man. And, uh, Appreciate what y'all do and the opportunity to talk about Kyo a little bit and yeah. what we do. So thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Well, I know I have used Kyle Publications uh, a lot. I've, and I've listened to your podcast a lot, the Hey Joe Show. Um, and there's lots of good uh, things that y'all have put out um, for families and for young people. Um, so talk a little bit about, I guess, kind of what started, what kickstarted Kyle Publications. Why Why that, the name, all those kinds of things that people would want to know. <laughs> Yeah, well, honestly, it was it began 10 years ago. It's hard to believe that it's a 10 year old endeavor now in ministry. But uh, we began because I had the privilege of learning to do, uh, I guess, editing, publishing of a Christian teenage magazine. And when I went back into full time work, I wasn't ready for that magazine to be done. Uh, and so we initially started to continue a teenage magazine uh, and so from there, honestly, it just kind of continued to grow and grow. I mean, Aaron, you were there in the early days. Yes, but pretty much what happened was, um, the company that the magazine was with was going to shut down the teen department. And so we had just been to PTP and spoken with several uh, teenagers, their parents, grandparents, youth workers, and they were all, you know, talking about how much that magazine meant to the teens in their lives or the teens themselves. And so we didn't really feel like it was time for that magazine to go away. Um, to hear the news that it was about to shut down right after we'd been to PTP and heard all the feedback. So we decided um, to keep it going. Uh, so we, the name of the magazine had been Kayo, but you can't keep the name, correct me if I'm well, wrong, on the, the legality, because you, you, can't, you can't keep the name from one company to the other the same. So we became Kayo Publications to keep that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So Brand, people would still have, yeah, familiarity. Still kind of yeah. the familiarity. Okay. Um, and then we changed the name of the magazine. And what's funny about it now is that we're doing a lot of other things with Kayo and Kayo has just continued to grow, but we're currently not doing the magazine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of funny, but it, yeah. it, it evolves into something completely different. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of cool. So, the opportunities that have been presented over the years. Yeah. Um, but the name Kayo, you know, it was, I thought it was a great name initially. And when you start to try to name a teenage magazine, without infringing on trademark, copyright, uh, even common law infringement kind of concepts of being too close to something else. Um, I, it was hard to name a magazine. And so we actually went outside of the English language and went to the Greek, sure. which is where Kayo comes from, which means to be on fire from the inside out, to have a burning uh, desire that shows. And so the concept was, you know, is we wanted to ignite that flame inside of Christian teenagers 
to live opposite of culture, right. uh, to not be afraid to stand up, to be different, to, to stand up for God, uh, even if that meant you were standing alone. And of course, we all can think of great uh, individuals, biblical accounts, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego sure. being one uh, that individuals, when everybody else bowed down, they stood up. You know, you, you think of uh, Mordecai in the book of Esther, mm-hmm. when Haman came by, he didn't bow down, he didn't right. pay homage, you know, and and so that's what we wanted to instill in the lives of teens. And so, as Aaron said, uh, Kayo has just continued to grow and really blossomed into this entity that's trying to uh, equip homes, call fathers up to lead in the home the way that fathers are supposed to, according to scriptures, and moms to lead by uh, their side. Or if it's a situation perhaps where maybe the father's not a Christian or maybe it's a single-parent household, that mother's got to put the hat on of, of spiritual leader in that case and and still focusing on kids and, and teens uh raising the bar living above societal expectations yeah. living according to god's expectations right there and joe you and i share this passion too uh with working with young people we love young people i know mm-hmm. we all at the table here do um but it, i think there's such a negative like stigma around our young people that there's nothing they can do they can't accomplish things for the cause of Christ. And yet you and I know very well in working with them, there is so much good, so many, uh, so much influence they can have on the people around them um, that they can accomplish so much for the kingdom of God. Absolutely. I've, and, and you know, cases we probably all do of individuals who maybe the teenager was more on fire for the Lord than the parent. Absolutely. Uh, and these may even be parents who are in the Lord's church. Sure. Um, but the teen was the one who was driving involvement. The teen was the one who was driving uh, participation or even perhaps a deeper level of study of God's word or, or a greater level of commitment. And and I've taught with parents who have even admitted that on occasions that if, you know, my teenager really stepped up and led in a time where I couldn't. And it's not even just in the home. We're talking uh, friends who have had uh, individuals study the Bible with them and they've obeyed the gospel. And that didn't initiate with a youth minister or a parent. That was a, a teenager who had decided that my friend was worth sharing the gospel with. Right. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. Michael's here too. He yeah, hey, 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 Michael. Um, hey, He's Joe. our co host. Um, you know, <laughs> Joe and I have a fun history together because we both were doing what was a web show back then around the same time. Talk about the Hey Joe show, how that got started a little bit too. Yeah. The Hey Joe show is um, quite honestly, we have one very good looking person on there and then one not so good looking person on there. Miss Aaron, she makes that show what it is. And I'm grateful. <laughs> Mrs. Hey Joe, uh, right? Mrs. Hey Joe. That's right. That's what she became known as. But no, um, the Hey Joe show and Aaron, you have to help me. It's been going since 08 <laughs> or 09. <laughs> yeah, she really yeah. is. Yeah, that's it. 08, 08 or 09, back before before podcast really was a big deal within the church. Yeah. Um, it was kind of on the front end, especially as it became uh, pertained to teenagers. And uh, we used platforms that I'm not even sure they're around anymore. Platforms where Aaron had to be a moderator of the online chat because people would come into your show they and would hack in and they would hack very in. Very inappropriate oh, wow. things. Yeah. Wow. It was fun oh, wow. times. Yeah. We were, and Aaron was quickly, you know, deleting comments or, <laughs> yeah. you know, doing something. Um, but the Hey Joe show, uh, straight talk for teens, uh, and families in today's culture. It was the idea of let's deal with the issues that teenagers are facing. Let's talk about them very openly, very honestly. Let's not run away from them. Um, and then let's process them through the lens of the Bible. 
And and that's the way we started. And, and it's been an, everything from a call-in show where we literally have had teenagers call in, ask questions, or they would type in uh, over the internet. It's gone from, you know, had that component of it. It's had a family focus of it, gone to certain Bible studies components. So since about 08 or 09, uh, I tell people, and I could be wrong, but I think it's the longest running podcast in our brotherhood that focused specifically on uh, youth, family, and culture. Yeah, that's so, awesome. I remember I, I loved watching it when I was growing up around that time as a teenager. He's and calling you old. No, well, yeah. <laughs> he is. You know. You're just, young enough, nice you're just young enough to still be alive when I'm still alive. Thank you. That's you right. Know? That's right. Um, and so I just remember getting onto Facebook and watching it and YouTube and some other other venues that you were finally on. And that was right around the time I'd started doing lessons from a park bench. So mm -hmm. I've always felt linked to you because mm -hmm. I do that. And then I go watch you for more inspiration on stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I've always loved the Hey Joe show for multiple reasons. I love the format you do now. And you guys have your own little studio set up for that, don't you? Can you talk a little bit about we that do. and how that happened? Go ahead, Joe. You want me to tell you? Yeah, I mean, you're the one who set the studio up. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, we do. So that you should talk about our, it. Our concept. It, it grew to the reality that video was a good reach too, yeah, you know? Sure. So we started watching uh, secular podcast shows and saying, okay, what are they doing that maybe we could learn from? And I'm a big believer in uh, our show is not established in the sense of done growing. Uh, we are continuing to evaluate, continuing to say, okay, what's, what's effective, what's able to reach people. And the video component uh, is a strong, possibility or strong uh, arm, I guess, to reach people potentially outside of the church. And so that's where we went with a YouTube channel uh, and Facebook Live. And of course, that kept us live in the sense of uh, a live audience potentially. And we used to do it live uh, Sunday nights because the thought was uh, youth groups may be gathering. They might gather together to watch the, the Hey Joe show. We've actually had youth groups have special events to host the Hey Joe show right. so we could have their teenagers live on the air, which is a cool, very cool concept. But the studio is in our house. Uh, we have a, a room that, you know, that serves as my office as well as the studio. And of course, that's the magic of camera. Hopefully you don't <laughs> yeah. know that, but you know, our, I guess our format is, <laughs> yeah, I guess our format is a little bit more relaxed in the sense of, even if you did know that not a big deal because We've always tried to portray ourselves as just regular people. And we, you know, even on the show, Aaron and I, we were joking about it before we went live, at least I think we were, of the banter that Aaron and I have. Aaron and I, we've been blessed to be married 21 years. And um, with almost, that. Almost 21. Ooh, it it gotcha. feels like we just oh. started. It feels, <laughs> it feels like it hasn't been one. You yeah. know, I'm ready to eat the top of that cake. That's you right. Know? That's right. But uh, anyhow, it, what what's beautiful about that is, is we bring something different to the show. For those who don't know, you're supposed to eat your one year anniversary cake, the top of your cake. I saw a look over there. He's like, what does that even mean? <laughs> Great. Now I'm showing my age again. <laughs> Back in the day, on Back your first day, anniversary, you used to eat the top of your cake. It on wasn't your first a new cake. It was the old cake. But <laughs> I don't think they do that anymore more well, okay anyway <laughs> what i was bringing to light is what you just saw and that was uh the banter that aaron and i are able to bring to the table while still discussing uh hopefully serious issues that are relevant to families because here's something we have learned over the years and it just is what it is uh podcast it's about content mm -hmm. but the reality is it's also about personalities and entertainment sure because if you're dry 
then they're going to turn that off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even if you have great content. So I'm grateful Aaron is there because even when I get preachy, so that I can roll my eyes at you. Aaron, Aaron regularly, and she'll tell you this. She's like, I had to break you. I had to stop it. I had to add something to it. Uh, and yeah, I love the perspective. I hope that when people listen to our show, that they don't hear people who think they've got it all figured out, but people who are continuing to learn. Cause as we launch kids to college, as we start launching them out of our house, it gives us a different perspective, right? So we've, we've raised the small ones. We're in a different phase. Sure. And um, that's what we hope is that the Hey Joe show continues to grow as we grow as hosts. Yeah. Well, I, I know I have enjoyed watching on Sunday nights, you know, when you guys go live, I've always enjoyed uh, watching. I've always enjoyed listening to both of you and your perspective um, <laughs> on the home and marriage and all of these issues. And of course now, uh, a new father myself, I, I appreciate that even more now um, in, in seeing all of those things. Um, you do a lot of speaking, don't you, Joe? When I, I, say, I ask, I know. I the do, answer, I do, but, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm very blessed to do that. <clears throat> yes. Um, so, yeah, I know you do a lot of seminars, youth rallies. So speak a little bit, uh, I guess, about that, some of the things you offer. I will say this, though, before you do that. You came to North Carolina when I was there, I think my first year, mm-hmm. and you introduced yourself <clears throat> um, as Joe Wells with three B's or whatever it is. Three B's. Um, and yes. it's in your, it's in your Instagram handle, big, bald, and beautiful. And That's I right. has always, I actually don't really remember what you talked about that day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll have kids difference. come up today or parents come yeah. up today and be like, B, B, B. And I'll be like, what I speak on that day? Right. And they're like, I don't know, but you're big, bald, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe it's an ego boost. I don't know, but <laughs> Caleb Rutherford just called me beautiful on the Scattered Abroad hey, Network. I'll, I'll take hold, that. I'll hold to it. I'll take that. Yeah, no. You know, um, I am blessed to be invited to speak. And when God closes those doors, I'm okay with that. Sure. I'll serve him any way I can. Um, and so I, I, I don't know. My, my ministry, my journey has taken me in places where I had to become comfortable with who I was as a minister. Uh, because sometimes we try to be other men. Sometimes we, we and, and that's, I think, natural as younger ministers that we look up to these guys who have been there. And I, I joke and say we stand on their shoulders. And that's not always positive when you're looking at me. You know, that's a heavy weight to bear. But the idea is this, that uh, I'm OK being who I am. And so I want that to come out in my delivery. And, and if it connects with people, then, then that's great. So I do get to ch- uh, speak on cultural issues, hot button topics. Um, I want to be able to speak on family a lot. And I do, uh, I speak on men's subjects. Uh, now I have a seminar called forged, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that I deliver, uh, congregational gospel meetings are something that we've been blessed to enjoy. And I love it because I get to meet Christians from all over the country. Sure. You know, many, many times in congregations, our view of the Lord's church is what we know in that one congregation. Uh, and so for our family, we travel, quite a bit. And my kids have been with us on most of those trips. So their view of the church is, is actually very large. And, and I joke about it and say, you know, on our trip, sometimes I'm the notorious for running the gas down in the van and Aaron is not, that's not her style. Well, I like to see how much we can get out of that last gallon. Right. (laughs) And the idea is this, that, uh, Aaron's asked me from time to time, what are you going to do when you stranded on the side of the road and you leave your wife and kids in the car? And my answer is this, I'm going to go ask the church. I'm going to find the church. And, and, and because our, I guess my view is this, the church is our family. Sure. This isn't just a place we worship. You know, you guys, while we're on this, you know, podcast together and we try to serve in our individual ministries, 
the reality is we're related by the blood of Jesus. As far as I'm concerned, that's blood relatives. Right. And, um, and, and this is where you all stop him and say, Joe, the church is not always in the middle of the empty desert. <laughs> <laughs> they can be there within three hours, that's though. Right. Jesus <laughs> said, ask and it shall be given. Thank you so much, we Michael. Thank you. We're going to desert in Oregon story from earlier this summer. <laughs> that's right. So anyhow, yeah, we're, tra- we were, we're very blessed to travel and speak and I don't know, Aaron, how often am I on the road? We're on the road, what, 30, 40 times a year? A lot. We're on a lot. So we're, like, we're leaving PTP and going up to Detroit area Oh wow! Uh, on Thursday. That's awesome. And so uh, we're just blessed. I mean, it really is a neat yeah. ministry. So let me ask you this. Um, you were How long were you in ministry before you started full-time traveling or oh, wow. in that kind of ministry? So I've been in full-time I, I ministry. Know the answer. I know uh, the, she's my memory. Years wrong. I'm the memory. I should ask Aaron <laughs> these questions. You should ask Aaron every like, question. So how, long long was Joe, how long was Joe in ministry then before that ministry? He was in full-time ministry for eight years before we started traveling full-time okay. the first time. Sorry, I'm just getting my voice back. So, um, And then we traveled full-time for four years and then took a... I got this. It took a seven year break and then we've been full time and travel again for three years. Okay. So, so a total of traveling, how many seven years? years? Seven years total. Okay. I can do math as well. <laughs> I don't do math on the fly. So know. let me ask you this. Then. When you look at, obviously they're both different kinds of ministry. What do you, I guess, perhaps enjoy about this side of the ministry that's doing? And then maybe, I mean, other things that you miss about, you know, located full-time pulpit ministry or even just youth ministry, like located youth ministry. Yeah. And they are very different works. Right. right? And um, it's funny because I travel the country and I deliver the same series of lessons uh, as a seminar speaker, gospel meeting speaker over and over again. And uh, if you're delivering the same series, let's say you deliver that series 15 times a year. Well, you should be pretty polished in those <laughs> right, lessons. Right. right now, the local guys they're coming up with new sermons every week. And uh, and so I've always found it amusing. And I've been on both sides of this coin where you finish your meeting, you know, and you go to the back because we got to form the gauntlet line to shake the brethren's hand on the way out. <laughs> yep. And uh, and the located minister will be standing and I'll be standing there and somebody will come up and they'll say to the to the visiting preacher, that was a really good sermon. We need preaching like that every week. And I just feel bad for the guy sure. standing right there. You know, because it's like, I appreciate what you just said, but I don't think you know what you just said. (laughs) You know, but what's funny is when I was in local work, I was on the other side of that one. So they would come up to the guest speaker and they would say, that's really great. We need sermons like that every week. And I, you know, you look at each other and you smile uh, because you get it. Our ministries, while we're both preaching and teaching and caring for people and trying to spread the, the message of the gospel, it's a different work because I get to repeat my sermons yeah. Local guys have to come up with new ones, right? So on that front, um, I jokingly say I'm everybody's preacher, but I'm nobody's minister. And I'm not sure that's the same now. So things have started to change, but that's what I used to say. But what I mean by that is this. They invite me in to speak on particular topics because they know that's who I am, or they want my, my speaking style. And so they will we will craft lessons to fit that congregation. I leave after that. Right. I get on an airplane, mm-hmm. I get back in my car, and I leave. That local minister preaches that sermon on Sunday, and maybe he had to preach a very uh, cutting sermon or a sermon that was very sensitive. Mm-hmm. He's not leaving on Monday. Yeah. He's staying and being involved in the lives of those people. So that's why I say I'm everybody's preacher, but nobody's minister, right? Yeah. Because that's the guy who's crying with people, who's studying with people, who's in the hospitals with people, who's holding the babies. 
And so if, if any of this, I would say that those close connections in ministry that the located preacher has, I don't get to have those at the local level on the whole. Now, here's what's cool about mine. I have some of those spread out throughout the country. So like sometimes I'll get phone calls regarding questions of people that we've connected with that are of a, a deep nature, maybe pertaining to their teenagers or pertaining to their family. And a part of our ministry through things like Legacy Family Camp East uh, that happens every October, we get to connect with families and stay connected in a ministry capacity to those families. And, and I'll be real with you, um, I think Erin's ministry and what we are currently doing is pro her ministry uh, is more relational. Sure. Um, not that I'm not relational. I don't know how to say that, but I think her connection to women, her connection through people that we've been connected with at other congregations uh, seems to stick more. Uh, whereas mine is, let me go in and I'm going to preach. I'm going to connect and I'm going to try to encourage but I also know I've got to get ready to move to my next location next weekend. Right. So it, it's an interesting ministry that we both are a part of, just uniquely different, I guess. Sure. I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? What do you like about it? What's the difference? Well, I, I love travel. So, I mean, I, I'm, I have a lot of friends that are like, I can never do what you do. I don't like to pack and I don't like to be <laughs> on the road. Um, I'm the opposite. I love to travel. So that is a big perk. And just like Joe mentioned, um, all the the friends we've made across the country and the relationships we've built and the churches we've seen. Um, but I mean, something that you kind Joe kind of touched on um, and, and talking about the differences of ministers that are there every week to those that come and go. Um, like Joe is, you know, everybody plays their role and everybody has an important part. Um, but sometimes teens, because Joe, and this is true about him because I can attest, I've lived with him a long time. Um, he's very approachable and personable and he does care. Even if he's got to move on, he still cares. Sure. Um, and so like, sometimes it's hard, like for teenagers specifically, sometimes it's harder for them to initially go to someone that they see every week, week in and week out. Like if they're having a problem, they want to talk to someone about it, but they don't want to reveal to someone they see all the time. And so that they're, because Joe is approachable, that they're, they're able to talk to him about it because um, he's in a unique position, not being in front of them all the time. Um, but then um, in him helping them, a lot of times he tries to bring it back to, you know, trust your parents, trust the ministers at your own congregation. And, and a lot of times it ends up back in their court where they're helping him like they should, but Joe just being an outsider that they feel comfortable with, they're able to make that connection and then get it where it needs to be. So it's, been pretty it's kind cool. of like everybody plays a part of the team. It's been so pretty cool. Different, different roles. Yeah. I've had, I've had teenagers come up to me and talk about addictions to pornography. Um, and I would, I would tell them that trust your parents, right? Give your parents an opportunity <clears throat> to help you. And then I would go back the following year and that child would come up, that team would come up and say, thank you so much. I told my parents like you recommended and they actually helped me get help. Right. And then I was in another situation where husband and wife were really, they needed some marriage counseling. And for whatever reason, I was speaking on the subject of family and they said, hey, can we, my wife and I, can we sit down with you uh, and just talk with you? And I absolutely, I said, do you mind if the local preacher sits there with us just to, to listen because yeah. he's going to be the one that's going to stay here with you right. when I'm gone. And what's cool though, even in that case is that gentleman and I continue to text and continue to try to encourage him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not a moving on as if not matter. It is just, it's the reality of the local guys pick up the ministry. Yeah. 
um, and I get to minister as people let me minister along the way. So it, it is a strange thing to go from local work to traveling all the time. You're <clears throat> exactly right. You preach the same sermon and you kind of crave a little bit of the, somebody give me an assigned <laughs> topic here. Somebody tell me something I need to go study for a little while, but uh, I appreciate the work that you all do. And I feel like I jumped the gun just a bit with, with Kyo on kind of leaving from that, but Talk about a little bit about the specific studies and books and things that y'all offer through Kyle. I know y'all have one of the best uh, currently active women's book series that's going on and going around. And there's a lot of people that are invested Thank in you. those. And uh, I'm always looking over there to see what might be coming out that is new. The the workshop uh, that y'all do together. Sales to more Bible right. workshop. Yeah. yeah. Talk, just talk a little bit about what all y'all have right now. Maybe what's coming down the pipeline that you can discuss with people. Okay. Well, um, you've mentioned quite a bit. Kayo, as far as what we publish, we do try to publish resources that are still focused on building the family up, um, you know, studying at home, empowering fathers, empowering mothers. And so our resources are based that way. Now, with that, though, there's a great spillover into what can be utilized in the church as well. So we do have the Finer Ground series. Um, that is a wonderful printed extension of the uh, ladies ministry called Come Fill Your Cup. <laughs> Uh, those ladies do a wonderful job, and they have a retreat yearly or two, right, Aaron? I'm not sure, uh, mistaken. Um, but anyhow, the, come, the the finer ground studies off of that, we've got Lori Boyd's stuff. Lori is uh, a la tremendous. lady speaker yeah. who travels the country, phenomenal teacher and speaker. Um, and so we feel very privileged to have joined with her. We've got new stuff on marriage, uh, soulmates, by Wayne and Tammy Roberts. Uh, and you need to explain soulmates a little bit. Yeah. Soulmates the is the idea. The, the title spelling. Yeah. And so their seminar is his shoes, her shoes. Hmm. Uh, so it's talking about the soul of shoes, sure. really. Um, but the concept behind that so is. S-O-L-E. Yeah. Learning to stand in your own shoes and appreciate what God's called you to do. But then also. Um, I don't know if I'm missing something. Uh, you oh, just put a book oh, in the corner. Oh, right? I didn't even see it. Uh, <laughs> learning to uh, appreciate the soles or the shoes of your spouse. So a wife looks at what her husband's supposed to wear and says, I wasn't designed to wear his shoes, uh, but he was. And I need to appreciate that. Yeah. And vice versa, husband to wife. And then you learn to start to see things through the lens of the other person. So we got that. We've got a book on leadership by Dr. Bob Turner, um, Grief. Heather Jones. Uh, we've got our teen section, of course, which you guys have seen. Game plan, Cinder uh, Salvation, Surviving. And then we've got um, Trials. Trials on Anxiety by Chase Turner, Dealing with Anxiety. Bringing you to peace. Um, and then, of course, what you mentioned was this. And this is, of course, what, what he mentioned. I don't know if you can see it on the screen here. Uh, the Excel Still More Bible Workshop is a very in-depth exegetical study where it's pretty cool because you come in on a Thursday and by the time you leave on Saturday at noon, you will have studied at least up to this point because we're tackling the shorter <laughs> books. You will have studied in-depth from an exegetical, uh, exegetical aspect, application aspect, kind of a topical aspect, and then you will also receive a book that contains sermon seeds, sermon outlines that a preacher or a Bible class teacher could build out and put some, I call it, put meat on the bone. Yeah. Um, but I mean, when you start going, okay, I don't have any background in Greek. I don't have any background in deep. Well, this book, you don't have to have background in deep Greek because it will do that work for you. Uh, and you can just reap the benefit of it. Now, the benefit to us is you travel to this workshop every April, you sit, you're participating, uh, and you reap the benefit, not only of the in-person learning, 
but you reap the benefit of the workbook, of the fellowship, of the encouragement. And uh, I would encourage every preacher, if you can, Excel Still More Bible Workshop. There's nothing out like it um, that I know of in the brotherhood. So sure. we, we offer those books, and then we have Bible keywording guides over there, yeah. too. We, I mean, we've got, so we've got children's education material, the written for our learning. The key, Bible keywording guides. Bible keywording guides are solid. I mean, that's if you've never done Bible marking, mm-hmm. Rob Sinclair uh, has done a wonderful job making it simple to pick out keywords within the text. Uh, he has done the Greek work for you, and then he shows you every time in that text that the Greek word is used. Yeah. And he offers a, a suggested marking for that. And so, I mean, I'm telling you, we, we you can get, you can get topical stuff that helps with the family. You can get deep, uh, deep stuff that helps with your level of Bible study. Raising uh, sons, teen girls, yeah, homeschool I mean, devotionals. Fully illustrated children's we books. So <laughs> we got that. But your, your question was, what, what's coming down the pipe? And uh, we've got a book on leadership for young men coming up. That's at the Grammar Editor. Currently, we've got a fully illustrated children's book that will be being worked on that produces. Uh, uh, it's about a lizard. Uh, that crawls into a suitcase of a Christian missionary, comes to America, experiences a little bit of the chaos of America, and then gets in the suitcase and goes home. But it's to bring uh, light to mission work. Mm. And so parents can discuss mission work with their small children and the importance of mission work. Uh, So we've got that. I'm writing a book on uh, parenting faithfully in the digital age right now. Um, And then one that it, it needs to be written uh, but I've re- I, I receive phone calls from time to time dealing with the subject of uh, same-sex attraction amongst teenagers within the Lord's church. And so the, the phone calls and discussions I've had over the years with people, they all seem to go back to a commonality of individuals who are starting puberty, going through puberty, and really kind of got off in there and didn't know how to recover, and people then make comments. So I'm writing a book, a series uh, that will be for people who are entering into puberty, those who are teenagers, and then one for adults, uh, teaching how to deal with um, a proper understanding of adolescent child development, but a biblical worldview, not just of is homosexuality okay or not, but a concept of how do we deal with it uh, from a biblical perspective. So uh, those are some of the things. And of course, we've got another Finer Grounds book that'll be coming out. We've got another Bible keywording guide. This comes out every April. so, we yeah. have a few more projects that we're not talking about yet. We got, we got stuff on the table. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Um, you guys also do family camp too. We, we do. do. Talk a little bit yeah. about talk a little bit about that. Well, uh, family camp is pretty exciting. Um, right now, I'm working on family camp just about every day. In fact, we had a, a meeting this morning with the other co-directors. Um, so Legacy Family Camp started in Oklahoma. Um, there's a group that meets there. Um, they just last uh, fall was their 10th anniversary. So we, uh, we've we only missed three of the 10 so far. So we're also um, get to be a part of that. But um, in 2019, we started Legacy Family Camp East, and that was it was, it was really, it was wonderful. Um, it was one of those things where you're like, okay, it's our first year. There's going to be some snags. It's going to be yeah. okay. We'll get through it. And then when it was over, it was almost like, okay, like pinch me. Like nothing went wrong. Like everything was great. <laughs> it was smooth. Um, and so we were so excited. We felt like we'd really built this, this family of camper community, I guess. And, um, and uh, so we were so excited for 2020. Of course, we all know it happened mm-hmm. in 2020. And so the camp facility wasn't even open. Um, and so in 2021, they weren't sure if they're going to be open again. We cannot go another year without having camp. So we moved to Maywood Christian camp in Hamilton, Alabama 
it's like the camp of all camps. It's amazing. Right. I didn't like the thought of moving at first, but it's amazing. Um, and so we had our second year last year and, um, Again, it was it was wonderful. In fact, there's several families here at PTP this week that come to our camp and it's like a little reunion. Um, but we, we try and bring in um, two speakers every fall um, that will really hone in and do a good job um, sticking to whatever topic that we have chosen for the weekend. We have um, a carnival for the all families with complete with candy, uh, not candy corn. That's not exciting. Cotton like, candy, like candy, candy, candy and record. popcorn <laughs> and fun games and they can dress up because it's always around Halloween. But of course we, you know, no gory, scary. Um, <laughs> right. And we do a theme night. We have a talent show. And this year so far, we have three out of four families that are registered or returning families, which to me is a good sign because it shows um, that those who have been there in the past loved it so much that they're returning. So we sure. have several families that went both years. We have some that went the first year and couldn't come last year. And now they're coming back and vice versa. So um I really could go on and on and about it. I'm like the events person. So I, I'm kind of in charge of all that. I, but it just really, it's a time to bring families together. It's a different concept than a regular camp because we go to classes together. We do activities together. There's a low ropes course. There's, we actually have like knife throwing and archery, but it's all supervised. <laughs> um, what was that archery tag? I'd never seen that before. Yeah, that was fun. arrows at each other, um, like nerf endings on the arrow. Yeah. So and you wear a wow. paintball mask. It's hard. That to, sounds amazing. It, it, yeah. yeah, they loved it. I Kids didn't do it. That, so somebody know. was going to be responsible and work during that time. No. Um, but it's really, it's, it's a concept that's really, a lot of people will say, especially, especially in the Oklahoma one, just because that one has been going on longer, but people would say we we, we knew it was good because so many people come to it and we've heard such good things about it, but we didn't really understand until we were a part of it. And it's just kind of one of those things that I can tell you about all day long, but until you experience it, you won't fully comprehend. So sure. you'll have to take our word for it, that it's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, That's pretty amazing. It, it really is. It's a, I'd say it's unique. Unique. A unique. Yeah. Well, cause you, no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I just got one, one, one thing, but you're going to talk about what they're talking about. So you go on. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, because most of the time with camps, it's all about the kids. Right. Um, send your kids to camp. And that's great. All those things are great. But it's unique because there's a family aspect. Yeah. So the parents right. are involved. So yeah. one thing I forgot, which is like the big thing. So I got excited about all the activities because <laughs> that's what I do. Um, one thing about this camp is that we really encourage like generations to come. Yeah. So like yeah. this year theme is generation to generation, which have we even told everybody? Have, did I let the cat out of the you bag? You may just let the cat out of the uh -oh. bag. Surprise! Hey, our theme, our theme is generation to generation and we actually have ah, i forget how many now but we have several um where it's the grandparents their grown kids and their grandkids that are all coming together or we even have some that it's like the parents and their grown kids but they don't have grandkids yet sure. so yeah. it's pretty exciting to have all the different ages come together the That's goal awesome. is generational faithfulness sure understanding you know faith in the in a family like links of a chain so the goal is let's not break the chain right. in your family. Um, but there's also value in, in, in studying together and playing together. And so yeah. that's why it's got such a family emphasis and family focus uh, and why we want to do all that together. So absolutely. That's awesome. Michael. Well, I know you're also I've been seeing you guys a lot more now that I'm traveling. I work with Memphis School of Preaching. You work with Freed Hardeman now as well. Uh, talk just a little bit about you know, your travel schedule with Freed and how that kind of works with what you do. I know we don't want to get too far into Freed because we're talking about you specifically, yeah, but no, talk about good. your work itself. That's all what I would say is lumped into my ministry. Yeah. So uh, Freed Hardeman came to me and said, hey, you're already on the road so much. We've got a brand new position to recruit uh, 
students for the College of Biblical Studies. The goal was to increase Bible majors, and uh, they brought me on two years ago. And so part of what I do is uh, as I go about my regular ministry, I also try to uh, tell individuals about the Bible College at Freed Hardeman, and of course, uh, in general about Freed, but mainly the Bible department, and uh, especially try to hone in on individuals that are serious about, you know, mission work, preaching, uh, in-depth Bible study, youth and family work. And so really try to follow up with them. And so that's what I do. And I'm, I'm part of a team uh, that kind of finds them. And then once there's interest, obviously the admissions department at Freed uh, takes that over really. Right. And then I turn more into a mentor and walk alongside of them. But uh, another aspect of that is the connection to the schools of preaching. So Michael and I, we have worked together yeah. um, in my trips there to Memphis. And I've been privileged to go into uh, the majority, I would say, of the larger uh, schools of preaching, biblical institutes within our, our fellowship. Uh, and my message is not leave. I'm a big proponent of schools of preaching and what they offer. My message is if you want to continue your education uh, after you complete your degree there at the school of preaching, that we would love for you to transfer to Freed. And we have an online degree completion program that a, a preacher can do who's graduated from the school of preaching out in the field working, but maybe wants to continue online. And of course, we've had some even that would say they wanted to transfer, uh, not transfer, but after they finished, say, Memphis, maybe they want to go to the campus and, yeah. and participate that way. And so we've had some students from the schools of preaching do that. So I will say this, God has been really good. I'm a part of a great team. Uh, Freed Hardeman is a great university, 151 years. And, um, you know, that's not to say there haven't maybe been ups and downs, but I can say this, uh, we're still known as a university that stands for the, on the truth of God's sure. word. And uh, president Shannon has done a great job setting that course. And so uh, I can tell you this uh, two years ago, there were 22 incoming freshman Bible majors. We just welcomed our, our next class, my second class in doing this, and we had 46. Wow. So that's in two years. Um, the team has been great, but God has has blessed our work. And sure. so, um, you know, I, I don't know. God will use me there until he's done, too. So that's, that's awesome. kind of my deal. Now, when you talk about that degree completion, I don't think a lot of people really know about that. I think we're trying to get the word out more and more. And that is a wonderful blessing to think about that. You can continue your studies, whether you go to the campus, which is a blessing. Uh, if you've not been to Freed Hardeman's campus, you need to go. And if you want to continue it online, you can do that as well. That, that's a blessing that yeah. did not really exist 10 years ago no. for us when we were going through school in a lot of places. And so having that as an option now, a lot of people think you have to choose university or preaching school. You can do both. Yeah, you can and do you both. can have the best of both worlds there. And I'm thankful that we get to work together more now. Yep. Uh, always always felt like we were linked a little bit. Now we are again. And yeah, so it's a I blessing. even feel like it is more now. Yeah, absolutely. Than it has been in the past, which is wonderful. And so uh, you buy my lunch, I'll buy yours. Absolutely. Hey, <laughs> you just mentioned a school, we'll go. Yeah, and, awesome. uh, Aaron, I'm glad you got to be on the podcast today as well. Thanks for all the work you do. Thanks for letting me on. And uh, thanks for letting Joe out of the out of the cage for a little while to, to talk to That's us. Right. So. Sometimes I do. Let yeah. me say this before we move on. And I know this has nothing really to do, I guess, biblically, scripturally, but Aaron, yes. you are involved with a travel oh, company. Yeah. Do I get to talk so about So plug that? yourself, plug wow. yourself for just a moment. Well, this is exciting. <laughs> Well, actually, but it is actually, it kind of ties in a little bit because okay. I'm part of Keys to Dream Travel, which I'm actually looking at our booth right, right now. across the way. Um, Keys to Dream Travel is all members of the church. So okay. every agent, we're not a large agency. There's 30, 30 agents, but every single one is a member of the church. And so we take very seriously 
taking good care of our guests um, to make sure that they have a quality vacation and everything is done um, in a Christ-like manner. And that is one reason I love our team so much is because um, I do, I feel like every decision that the owners make is always um, thought through with with a biblical basis. Um, and that is wonderful. And there are certain things, we have certain guidelines we follow. We don't post certain things if they're not appropriate or they're um, showing things that shouldn't be. Um, and so it's just really, like I said, it's really great to be a, a part of a team of Christians and also to be able to be a part of um, helping families create memories. Um, that's my big, one of the biggest things that I love about it. I can stay at home um, with my kids um, and work, but also um, knowing that you're part of those special memory making um, times in people's life is really exciting. So yeah, that's anyway, awesome. and so, yes, yeah, so I'm cues to dream travel, Aaron Wells on Facebook. She, yes. Oh, we'll put y'all your She's stuff. a superstar. Yeah. She's playing down. She homeschool, <laughs> we homeschool, but she really does the majority of that. And then still does that. Wow. Travel agent awesome. work from home. And when she talks fact, about, as soon as we leave here, I'm going to do some emails. Yeah. <laughs> when she talks about making impacts in lives, and I know she doesn't want to talk about all these clients, but, it's, it's really moving when a family calls her up and says, my child is uh, decided not to pursue any other treatment for cancer. And one of the last trips that we're going to do as a family mm -hmm. is something that we want you to put together yeah. for us, wow. knowing that um, she's making memories that are going to outlive that child. But those are going to be some of the last memories. Even adults. Sure. And I've adults. Got, I have a guest who passed yeah. away after their trip. Wow. So from a ministry standpoint, while it may sound like it's all fun and games, yeah. there are a lot, no, of, a lot of work. There's a lot of <laughs> situations lot of um, where ministry really is a part of that in a unique manner. Sure. So it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Man, but I will say awesome. any keys to dream agent is going to take care of. Sure. <laughs> take care but this of this is just guys, the best so. one, right? <laughs> I think the prettiest one too. Okay, there you I mean, go. I'll just say that. <laughs> there you go. Well, I will link your Facebook page in our show notes. Thank that way you. People can go and I know that, uh, you would welcome any of them to reach out and Absolutely. to talk to you. But uh, thank you guys so much. I know busy week, a lot of things going on, but thanks for taking some thank time. Thank y'all. Thanks for having us. Thanks for Absolutely. coming on. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you to our audience, live audience, or if you're listening to this at a later date, thanks so much for being with us. We are always excited uh, to be able to sit down with other Brotherhood Works and many of the things going on and highlight them. So thank you so much for being with us. Look forward to being with you on the next episode. In the time being, may God bless. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.